is Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listen in colour. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. That was Superstition from Stevie Wonder. Good morning. This is Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. Thank you very much for joining me. Jazz Shapers is where you can hear the very best of the people playing jazz, blues and soul, the shapers of jazz, blues and soul. And we put them right inside the cauldron of the world of a business shaper, someone who's shaping the world of business. And my business shaper today, I'm very pleased to say, is Emily Orton. She is the co-founder and head of marketing at the brilliantly named Dark Trace. And Dark Trace is a cybersecurity business. And you're going to be hearing all about the deep, dark world of cybersecurity very shortly and how it came to be. In addition to hearing from Emily, you'll be hearing from our programme partners at Mishkondorea, some words of advice for your business. And then we've got the music and we've got the shapers of jazz, blues and soul today, including Otis Redding, Stan Getz and this from Joyce Moreno. Ba-da-ba-da. O meu peão ele só roda com a ponteira, com a ponteirinha rasteirinha pelo chão. O meu peão ele só roda com a ponteira. Meu peão, I hope I said that correctly. From Joyce Moreno, a Brazilian great, but my Portuguese is a bit limited. My business shaper today, though, Emily Orton, co-founder and head of marketing at Dark Trace, is actually fluent. I'm imagine, or pretty fluent in French and Spanish, because that's what she studied at Cambridge uh, way back when she was at university. Emily, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Tell me what, before we go into anything, because people are going, what is Dark Trace? Explain Dark Trace for us mere mortals that aren't machine learners, AI experts and, and the like. Sure. So Dark Trace is a cybersecurity technology company. We're based in Cambridge. And um, what we do is help organisations detect cyber threats that they may have already inside their networks. So this is really helping with the new generation of, of sort of uh, threats that we're facing across our organisations. Dark Trace goes in, finds um, and helps defend companies against those um, quite difficult to find cyber attacks. Now, how long has this business been around? We're a three-year-old company, um, but growing very quickly. And actually, people don't don't often believe that when I tell them that we're now 350 employees, um, 20 offices. So we've we've deployed the technology that we have, which we call the enterprise immune system, um, 1,500 times. So it's been a a very interesting journey. Now, the, the, this company that you're talking about um, has also been funded significantly, and I and I meet many people, many different businesses, and some borrow money from their grandma, some have a, a wealthy you know uh, individual that just says, oh, "I'll put the money in." Yours is a significantly funded business. I'm talking, I think, I believe you're uh, July this year, you, you close a funding round of £50 million. Pounds. Um, I, I'm sure there's been money before. Why have people chosen to invest in this? I mean, beyond the obvious that, that technology is a great investment, what is it about Dark Trace, do you think, that has captured the imagination of funders? Well, Dark Trace is using very sophisticated mathematics and machine learning um, to solve this incredibly difficult 
and not necessarily solvable problem of, of cybersecurity. It's a, it's a very, very difficult challenge. So I think the um, experts we have that develop um, those that, that machine learning are some of the best, I, th- I think, not just in the UK, but in the world, um, based in Cambridge. And um, so I think there was a, it was a huge recognition in the Vesta community that, of course, cybersecurity is um, a huge issue for all companies, but specifically that Darktrace had the know-how that was required, um, and not just the marketing, to you know really actually come come at this problem from a fresh perspective. Stay with me for more from my business shape today, Emily Orton, co-founder and head of marketing at Darktrace. I just want to say that Darktrace. Time for some music. This is Otis Redding and Hard to Handle. I can give you what you want, but you got to go home with me. I forgot some good old love, and then I got some in store. When I get through throwing it on you, you got to come back for more. Otis Redding with the fantastic and famous Hard to Handle. Emily Orton is my business shaper today, co-founder, head of marketing at Darktrace. And we've kind of mapped out very briefly a little bit about what it is and about the funding. I want to come to you quite swiftly. Um, Tell me about, you know, you're a Cambridge-educated person. You have languages. You have gone straight almost from university to a very successful British company, Autonomy, which uh, was acquired by Hewlett-Packard, I believe. It's not the typical entrepreneur's route. It's, it feels to me immediately that you're a cerebral person, that you understand the thing that you're talking about, because to market anything, you have to understand the substance of it. What made you think that it would be a good idea to go and set this business up for you personally? Well, to be honest, I've been very lucky in my career in that I've been able to work with some very, very um, inspiring um Uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs. Um, So, you know, I I think... um my experience at Autonomy was absolutely that and a really um, sort of um, sharp learning curve in business. And it was a bit by accident that I sort of ended up there, as, as you say, a languages graduate. Um, and so, you know, Darktrace has been just an amazing chance for me. And, you know, ultimately, um, you know, the, the real founders of that company, the people that bring the, the, the know-how that I've just talk, been talking about are those mathematicians in Cambridge. And I think I've been lucky enough to help them set that up and, and actually communicate that to the markets. That's sort of what I, I bring to the table. Are you a bit of a translator? It strikes me. I mean, I know there's the languages background here, but you're talking about interfacing with people who are highly technically able, very intelligent, can't often articulate in plain language what it is that they do. Is that what it's about, do you think? Is that why you're doing what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. It is translating, um, you know, technology, in our case, very complex, uh, advanced technology that's taken a while to develop to um, people that aren't technical. So absolutely is a translation job. And, you know, um, I think it can fairly be said that in the US and Silicon Valley, perhaps they do that better or it's, it's, it's marketing the technology and we, we have some of the best technology in the world here in Europe and here in the UK. Um, But if we're not translating it to the market, then we're, we're kind of missing a trick. Um, for cybersecurity, it's particularly important. Cybersecurity is now not just a technical topic. You know, before we think, oh, IT network security, that's the IT guy's problem. It's not my problem. Um, it's now the problem of the CEO. It's the, it's a boardroom issue. So we have this like problem now. We're trying to catch up. Um, we have to translate even more all those kind of techie things um, 
to into sort of translate it into business risk and why is this important? So we find ourselves as a team at Darktrace um, giving more and more presentations to company boards on you know what we've what we how we consider the the risk landscape for them and um, so what we do is we go into networks and we find things. Uh, threats, anomalies, um, abnormal behaviours that m- that probably won't have been um, otherwise noticed, and we're increasingly in presenting that information to a board rather than to a, a technical person. Stay with me for more from my business shaper today. That's Emily Orton. Latest travel in a couple of minutes, and before that, some words of wisdom from our program partners at Mishkondorea for your business. So I'm Joe Hancock, the cybersecurity lead at Mishkondorea. One of the most common problems I see people have at the moment is almost over-collecting data. There's an obsession with data and digital. That's a really good thing. It presents brilliant opportunities. But at the same time, collecting data that you don't really need or storing data that you really shouldn't store anymore prevents a massive risk. At the same time, as having that data gives you some good kind of business outcomes, having it there means there's a good target for attackers. It means that you're much more likely to lose it. And if you don't delete it properly, you're much more likely to breach regulation. And all of this really starts to create a bit of a risk for business that isn't very well understood and isn't really well managed at the moment. Another whole set of problems that could be avoided very simply are just by doing the basics. If you use complex passwords, change your password regularly. Don't use the same password for for multiple services, as everybody does. Even just one or two different passwords will stop you being the victim of some of the large data breaches we've seen soon. They'll protect your identity. They'll help protect your bank accounts or your finances. Just by doing very, very simple things, either as an individual or as a business, you can remove most cyber risk that's out there at the moment. Nothing can ever be 100% secure, but at the same time, you really can make your own life and your business much better by doing these things. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. Every Saturday morning, I talk to someone who's shaping the world of business. If you've missed any, iTunes, Jazz Shapers is your destination, or cityam.com. Emily Orton's my business shaper today, co-founder, head of marketing at Dark Trace. I mentioned that you work with a lot of engineers, a lot of smart people. Mm. You've also, I believe, collaborated with people from MI5, with uh, people from government communications headquarters, GCHQ. What's it like working with bodies that aren't driven by profit? For me, it's been very interesting to work with, on the one hand, as you said, the kind of the critical brain power behind our company, um, the mathematicians. And then on the other side, people who have real world operational experience and are doing this on the front line for places like GCHQ. I think a lot of them uh, found it frustrating in that, you know, they are they are people that reunited with a sense of purpose of, of what they're doing. It's, you know, is national security at the end of the day. So, you know. It's, it is very different. I can only imagine that, you know. But um, I think there was a frustration that within government, you know, you're always fighting the next battle. There wasn't enough time to actually innovate on the tool sets that they had. Um, and there was a frustration and is a frustration that the legacy traditional way to, to do security, which is broadly kind of try and protect your perimeter and keep things out, um, wasn't working. And, you know, they felt like they were at a disadvantage in, in a number of cases. So I think a lot of them, especially the more um, technically curious, uh, are enjoying coming into the private sector, applying the skills that they learnt in government, but applying it to actually create something, a new technology. And we're constantly evolving the technology. And it's, you know, it's thanks to them that we're able to make it more and more relevant to the market. 
Uh, more coming up from Emily Orton, my business shaper today, about the truth behind Dark Trace. Um, I will say it properly and normally in a moment, I promise. I'll get over myself. Time for some music right now. This is Madeline Prue, the lovely Madeline Prue with The Summer Wind. That was Madeline Peru with The Summer Wind. Emily Orton's my business shaper today. We've been talking about bringing together people with different skill sets, bringing together people who are driven by a common purpose. Being a co-founder of a business, has that felt very different from being uh, an employee in your last business? And if so, how does that manifest itself for you? I mean, certainly seeing it grow from the ground up has just been incredibly exciting. Um, you know, um, my previous company I was working, it was a, it was a big scale when I started working there. So, you know, it's just, yeah, of course you get much more involved and, and you get sort of more emotionally attached. Um, you know, I remember, you know, setting up the first, you know, first website, the first this, first that, and, you know, just absolutely blown away by how fast it's grown um, and, and looking now and seeing, you know, the teams all over the world with our San, big San Francisco base, our big New York, New York base. So it's just a sense of pride, really, in, in working with all the people that we are working with, being able to attract um, people from all over the world. Um, and so, yeah, you know, it does absolutely make a big difference. And, and, and the nature of your role within it, obviously you're, you're called the head of marketing and all that, but does it take you into places you didn't expect the head of marketing role to take you into? You know, it, it's people think about marketing, they think, oh, that's the communication side. But there's a lot of things I imagine you get involved in where you would have thought prior to being in this role, well, I didn't know I'd be doing that. And if so, what are those What are those things where, you know, what's the range look like in terms of your day? Yes, it, it is a, a, a wide range. And I, and I think at Dark Trace, we are a quite a flexible, adaptable c- company like our software in a way you know we we have a very sort of entrepreneurial spirit in that we like we like to work fast we like to um we have a very young team um in terms of my role yeah as you say it's everything from um communicating out at conferences and and doing um trade shows and digital campaigns through to thinking about um you know giving uh, providing new materials to the market working a lot with the technical teams so i, I go regularly to cambridge um sit, sit down with the um the development team as well seeing what the new projects are so um it, it is pretty broad and it touches every bit um section of the business as well you're talking a lot to sales and all the customer facing stuff but you're also as i mentioned um going sort of uh, back behind the scenes as well so i like it because it gives me good exposure to kind of the nitty gritty technical things that I'm learning but I also get to you know use uh, the communication skills um, that we all associate with marketing. We'll have a final chat with Emily um, uh, shortly and we'll be playing a track from Stan Getz and Joao Gilberto that's off the latest traffic and travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM in partnership with Mishkondorea it's business but it's personal ding, ding, ding. Doralice, eu bem que lhe disse Amar a tolice é bobagem e ilusão Eu prefiro viver tão sozinho Ao som do lamento do meu violão 
That was Doralise from the brilliant Stan Getz and Joa Gilberto. Emily Orton's been my business shaper today. She's co-founder and head of marketing at Dark Trace. There, I said it normally. Um, they're a cyber security um, software business and they're uh, being trailblazers, in fact, in, in, in defining and redefining what this means in, in this incredibly unusual fa- space we find ourselves in in businesses. For you personally, you've you've now been part of this this co-founding. You've you've been three years in. Obviously, there's a long way to go, I'm sure, before anything else happens. Has it given you an appetite for being part of something right at the beginning? Yes, it has. Um, I've I've greatly enjoyed um, uh, building up the team, you know, around me, and 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 actually also just working with um, much more closely with other you know experts in their fields. So, and it's been particularly interesting working not just with people from software but from from diverse areas and as you mentioned a lot from government so it has you know and and I think cyber security is you know obviously it's very topical at the moment so that's that's that adds an element of interest and I think it's a you know, it's it's not an overstatement to say this is a critical international issue. You know, I was just reading um, b- before this um, an Obama interview with Wired magazine, and you know, f- to, for starters, I can't imagine a U.S. president doing um, a Wired magazine interview before. I don't know if they have. I think that probably would possibly a first. And he specifically calls out cybersecurity. Probably a last as well, actually. Yes, we'll see. We'll um, see. And I always thought it was really interesting that cybersecurity was like right up there as like the number one concern when he was talking about artificial intelligence, for example, new machine learning technologies. His concern there, of course, there's great things that artificial intelligence can do to improve our lives. But his concern was that, you know, that's going to be used by, by on the bad side as well as the good side. Mm. And that is a real challenge um, going forward. And we're already seeing those really, really sophisticated AI attacks starting to um, target some companies. And it's going to be a really hard battle to fight. So I think it's, you know, it's, it's such a critical issue. It's not just for governments, it's for every single business, small or large. So it's, it's, it's good to be able to offer something that is new in this area and that can help that defence challenge. Last question, just before the music, uh, I'm going to ask you about your, your your song choice. What is it that you think will be the most important thing for you personally over the next few years as you see this business grow? What role is it that you, is going to be critical that you have to deliver on for Dark Trace to be the success it should be? This is as true for me as for everyone in the business, which is just keeping up with the pace of the field at the moment. Um, so it's growing, and particularly for Dark Trace, is growing um, and scaling in a way that we won't lose the, the great energy that I think we have at the moment. So as we go from 350 to, you know, 500 employees, for example, you know, that's a challenge for us. And it's about culture and everyone being energised, sh- shared sense of purpose. So I mean, that's as true for me as for, for the whole company. Well, here's to sustaining the energy. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Emily. Thank you so much for your time. Just before I let you go and zip off, what's your song choice and why have you chosen it? So I've chosen um, Take Five by Dave Brubeck um, just because whenever I listen to it, it puts a smile on my face. Good, we want that. Smile on Emily's face and I hope it's on yours too. Here it is just for you.
That was Take 5 from Dave Brubeck, the song choice of my business shaper today, Emily Orton. Part of a really innovative, disruptive business. And that's Dark Trace, great name too. A, a company that's brought together a very wide range of different sorts of skills and they've collaborated to create really cutting-edge technology. And fundamentally... A business that's born out of the environment that we all find ourselves in, where cybersecurity is probably number one on most people's lists in terms of running a business. Really, really interesting stuff. Do join me again, same time, same place. That's 9 a.m. next Saturday here on Jazz FM for another edition of Jazz Shapers. Meantime, though, stay with us because coming up next, it's the one and only Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal.